Once upon a time, there was a man who never left the desert town he was born in, and well into his thirties, he still worked his first ever job at BBU. His job was to wait for the beep and then flip the meat. So that's what he did. Every single day, using just over one-third of a single percentage of his total intellectual capability for most of his life. That's why they called him Sleeper. Beep, the machine said, and Sleeper flipped the burgers left to right. That's all he knew. But that's not all he wanted. In his mind, he travelled and reflected. He wondered and took chances. But after his shift ended, instead of translating his fantasies to the real world, he just walked back to his apartment and played video games. One day, his co-worker Kim, the only other person in town he had a connection with, confessed to him that she was going to leave. She was going to steal a car and head to Naraka City. She wanted him to come. He declined on account of being scared. You know, scared of the unknown and change and all that. Kim did leave, and while Sleeper flipped the meat without her around, his decision to stay started haunting him. To make matters even worse, he betrayed Kim's secret destination to her father. Kim's father wanted to chase his daughter down and retrieve the car she stole. And now, thanks to Sleeper, he knew where to find her. Sleeper walked back to his station, the guilt eating away at him. When Sleeper's manager, whom the kitchen crew mockingly called Mr. Crow, offered him a promotion, Sleeper finally grew a pair, as they say. He stole Mr. Crow's car and left Corvat. His manager then, as managers usually do, transformed into an actual crow, a human-sized Corvid, and followed Sleeper into the desert. Sleeper managed to drive to the next town and tried to hide in a mold-infested house. But the crow found him, and Sleeper hid in the backyard, spending the night in the cold desert. The next day, Mr. Crow had finally given up, but he had taken his car and Sleeper's backpack, leaving Sleeper with nothing but an empty stomach. He saw no other way to survive than to steal some food from a diner. The waitress there was on to him and offered him a job. The job was, shall we say, not above board. Sleeper accepted. She took him to a man called the gardener. In dire straits as he was, Sleeper agreed to take a package one town over for this gardener, even though it was very clear that the man was a serpent. Sleeper made it to the next town, but got in trouble with two corrupt police officers. Long and exciting episode cut short. Sleeper 
lands in jail. The waitress comes to visit and gives him an opportunity to get his freedom back. He has to drive to yet another town and find a man named Jonathan. Sleeper doesn't plan on giving this man up because of his conscience and because he doesn't want the gardener to control him even more. He pretends to agree in order to get out of there, although he intends to just keep driving and catch up with Kim's father, he gets stuck in the tower the gardener wanted him to go look for Jonathan. What a coincidence. Sleeper gets literally stuck there because this town is covered in a very persistent green slime. It's the residue from a travelling festival that leaves destruction and, well, slime in its wake. Not a party I'd like to visit, but that's neither here nor there. Sleeper's car isn't going anywhere, even though the one remaining citizen of the town tries to help him. This one man turns out to be Jonathan, the person in debt with the gardener. The coincidences keep piling up. Sleeper sticks to his guns and doesn't betray Jonathan, but Jonathan does betray Sleeper. Mr. Crow shows up in town. Sleeper's manager is apparently still looking for him. Sleeper overhears Jonathan talking to the Crow. Jonathan gives up Sleeper's location in return for half the BBU finder's fee. Sleeper manages to get out of town without getting caught and runs into a group of kids on their way to a party. He has a good time until one of the partying kids spikes his drink. The gardener has apparently sent someone after Sleeper, and this kid is one of his henchmen, or hench kids. While passing out in the forest, a car appears, and a man gets out to abduct Sleeper. Sleeper recognises this man. It's a strange individual he and Kim used to see around the BBU parking lot. Because of his off-putting demeanour and atypical long face, they very inclusively and open-mindedly dubbed him The Creeper. The Creeper abducts Sleeper. When Sleeper wakes up, he's in a dark room. From the other side of the locked door, the Creeper tells Sleeper a long story about an ancient tribe and their rite of passage. Yes, a huge chunk of the season finale is a fantasy story. Absurd, isn't it? The writer must not be interested in mainstream success. Anyway, in this story there are five doors. When the story is over, Sleeper has to tell his captor which door he would pick. Obviously, Sleeper is very confused. He thought this creeper worked for the gardener, but now it's hard to discern his motives. And how can he know what door to pick? But the creeper threatens to leave Sleeper in that room to die of thirst if he doesn't pick a door. Right before Sleeper makes his decision, even though he doesn't understand why he has to pick amongst five doors, the season ends. But fear not, for the second season is about to give you all the answers. Well, 
Probably not, but the story is about to continue. 